This is Live to Lead Radio. Episode number four, how people pleasing is interfering in your journey. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. Leaders want to break the excellence barrier by reaching greater heights. They are ready to unlock higher performance by expanding their horizons to capture sustained, desirable outcomes for both business and life application. But there's a problem. Many leaders today are tapped out, immobilized, and feel completely unfulfilled. Why? Because of unnecessary distraction and lack of the right support, leaving them completely off course. Live to Lead offers up the opportunity to gain insight, shift perspectives, and get inspired by listening to stories from everyday leaders just like you. I'm calling each and every one of you out right now to own your bold responsibility to lead powerfully today, tomorrow, and into the future. Are you with me? Good. Let's begin. Welcome to episode number four, how people pleasing is interfering with your journey. So let's think about that for a second. If you're anything like me, you think that pleasing people, especially the ones that you love and care about or are responsible to and for, that people pleasing is just that part of it, right? It just kind of comes with the territory. You like to see people succeed. You like to see people happy. You like to see people pushing and moving and navigating through things and you just like that, that overall feeling, that's how, where I come from. I love the overall feeling that people pleasing has uh, done for me. You know, for me, I used to think when I am pleasing people, that sense of service actually equated to a reward in my heart space. What I didn't know and didn't realize until some painful circumstances and until I just completely just like tapped out, tapped out, depleted, robbed, and lost a sense of self-awareness and just really didn't even know what my purpose was anymore because I was in this constant state of people-pleasing. So yes, pleasing people yields a good reward. You know, if you are a leader in your business or you're a leader in the corporate arena or even within your own home, you know when people are happy things are moving, you know, people are thriving, results are present, things are good. But the reality in that is that when we're constantly in this state and we're constantly in this position of always trying to people please, it actually can cause an obstruction, okay, an obstruction in your life. And and you might wonder, well, why? How can that even be possible? Well, because it takes a heck of a lot of energy to please people, to keep people satisfied. And you may be doing it so much that it's actually become habitual and you don't even know that you have an inability, ready, drum roll please, an inability to say no when you really need to be saying no. So like in your mind, somebody asks you something, right? They're either asking you uh, for permission on something, for you to be a part of something, for you to take on something, maybe for you to move forward with something, and they're asking, and as they're asking in your head, you're you're saying to yourself, oh no, you know, I can't do that. I'm definitely going to say no to this. I don't have any space. I don't have time. I don't have flexibility. 
your mind is saying, you know, no, 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 but you go to speak and what comes out of your mouth is actually, yes, sure, I'll do it, sign me up. And what happens with that in the moment, you feel good because you're actually making the other person very happy because you've showed up for that person. But then from that moment on, you start to walk into regret, you start to walk into resentment, you start to feel bitter, okay, because you just committed to just one other thing that you did not have space or the room for. So now you're in a position of not having leg room in your life. And sadly, that does cultivate a a bit of frustration. And then guess what happens? This thing that you said yes to, all of a sudden you start to dread or you start to dread other things that you've been obligated to. Okay, because you now have another thing that you're saying yes to. And I always coach my clients and I, you know, I always try to remind them, okay, that when you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. Okay, let's just take, for instance, my personal training that I'm embarking upon. You know, I haven't been totally consistent in staying in the confinements of my schedule uh, for, for good reason. I don't know if it's good reason or not, but some good things have been, you know, showing up in the business that I've had to make adjustments. I haven't had to compromise the commitment, but I've had to make adjustments. But to give you an idea, yes, personal training is something I need that I'm requiring in my life right now. But when I said yes to three mornings a week to show up at the gym, I'm actually in return saying no to my coffee on the patio time, my reading time, all of that time that I like to have. Now, sure, I can still have a small space of that time and get up a little bit earlier but I said yes to one thing I'm saying no to another which is really just waking up in the morning and having that space and not having to just jump out and get out of the house for the day so it's not always bad right or not always a negative thing when you say yes to something but I want you right now to think about that when you start saying yes ask yourself with this commitment I'm saying yes what am I saying no to in return That's one way to help you kind of recalibrate the need to please all the time. So when we look at people pleasing, right, a lot of times when you allow so much attention towards the need to please, what you don't realize is you can unintentionally cause havoc in your own life. And you might say why, and here's why. Because when we're constantly in a state of people pleasing, we actually compromise and jeopardize our goals because we're running out of time, we're running out of space. Our hobbies, that just gets cobwebs all over it. That's on the back burner because how in the world are you gonna have time for yourself and to work on some of your favorite hobbies? It robs you of that. It also robs you of sacred time for yourself and for others. The more you fill up your calendar, the more you fill up your space, the more available you are in a constant state with no relief, with no break, the more that you're robbing yourself. And when you look at that, if you add kind of some of those few examples, and there are many, my friends, many, 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 you have to realize that the disease to please is honestly robbing you of your peace of mind. And if your mind's not calm and your mind's not peaceful and you're on the go 
go, go all the time. And you're constantly trying to be there and available around the clock for everybody. You are really causing the unintention of actually not being there for the people that you love and you care about and even yourself. And, th- and that's risky business. That's risky business. So let's look at this just for a second here. I want you to understand what are some of the personality types that come with the need to please, right? So some people, and and if this is you, great. If it's not, we'll just kind of look at what you resonate with. Some people really have a very hard time simply saying no. They have a hard time searching for their assertive voice. They have a hard time setting the boundary or they move the line in the sand too much. They're just excessively uh, motivated to make people happy so that their whole environment can feel controlled when we all know that you just can't control every aspect to your environment. So a lot of people that are people pleasing, they're suffering. They're suffering because they're so exhausted. And you know what happens? Sadly, because you're trying to please everybody else and you're trying to be everything for everyone and we know that that is not even possible, you actually start to lose a sense of self-worth. Think about that. You start to question your own worth. You start to question your own purpose. You start to question your own life. You're losing sight because you're just too available and it's not heroic whatsoever, okay? Another reason people drop in the space uh, of trying to people please is they actually feel like they don't want to be judged. They don't want to say no because they're afraid of what people will think about them. They're afraid of what people might say about them. They're afraid uh, that they will not have the approval that they're so hungry to seek. They're afraid they're not going to get the validation that they need. So they are so consumed with how people think that they don't even allow themselves the ability to think for themselves because they're thinking too much for other people. And that's dangerous. Dangerous. That's especially dangerous in leadership because you need that availability. You need that headspace. You need that legroom. So that's another area. Also, and you know, some research has really supported this and aligned to this. People feel that the more that they're on the move to people, please, the more they're able to actually control everything. So there is an element of being very controlling when it comes to people pleasing. And you might think, how is that? Because you're allowing other people to control you. It is kind of a catch 22 there because you're right, but it's also indirectly a need to control from the person that is people pleasing. Listen, can I just say something right now? Can we just all agree for just a second? When you are trying to be everything for everyone and you're trying to please every single person, that places an extreme amount of pressure on you. And think about it. Why? Because you're trying to keep up with this appearance, with this goal, with this strategy. And and that's exhausting, right? When you're always saying yes to people and you're always available and you're always showing up, what do you think naturally happens? And this could be completely not intentional from the other person, but people start to actually take advantage of you. 
and they start to use you because they know you're not going to say no. They know you're going to just show up. They know that they can count on you all the time. And it's, you know, it's okay to be reliable and dependable for sure. But when people know you're not going to say no and you're always going to say yes, no matter what is on your plate, no matter what you're carrying on your shoulders, that can quickly turn into a situation where people use you. Also, Listen, if you're always so happy and you're always moving around, making sure the environment's controlled and everybody's happy and everybody's excited and things are good, you lose sight of your true you and other people don't ever really have the honor, and I am going to say that honor, to really get to know the real you because you're so busy running around trying to please everybody and be so excited and happy that they never really get to see the other sides of you that are still beautiful, that are still beautiful. So let's talk about that for just a minute. We know that people pleasing can become habitual. We know people pleasing can deplete you and can rob you and can exhaust you. And we know some of the reasons why we people please. But the biggest thing that I've learned when I went back and I'm telling you right now, I'm just going to be honest, that is who I am. And I will tell you now, I still struggle with this because I am not in search of the validation. I am not in search of the approval. I really truly don't entirely care about what people think about me, only the people that are very important to me and the people that I lead to an extent, which we've talked about before. But I had to really do some work around this. Why am I always there for every single person all of the time? Why am I struggling to say no? Why do I keep adding just another thing onto my plate just to get, you know, ticked off an hour later? that I said yes to something and I'll tell you why it was the feeling I actually was addicted to the feeling of peace to the feeling of things being in harmony and coming together I was addicted to that I love that I did not and I still don't who does really like conflict I will face it I'll take conflict on head on any day if it's there it's there I'll just I'll just face it I don't like it I like when people are just feeling joy and in a place of joy. So because of that, I was so hungry to always go over and beyond and I still do it. I still catch myself doing it. So the simple tactic that I use is one, if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to this. Okay, that's one thing. The other thing is And I guess this would be a tactic, so we'll call it two tactics. I always try, okay? I always try. I didn't say always do. I always try to align my decision making when I say yes to something to my values as a leader, as a woman, as a mother, as a friend, right? I try to align my values. So here's an example. One of my most cherished values is flexibility because I'm a mother. I'm a mother of two teenagers. Lord help me, right? But I am a mother of two teenagers and I want to be available to their school needs, educationally, recreationally, for um, dinner time. I want to be around. So flexibility in my profession, in my business is very important to me. So anytime I'm taking on a new client, I'm taking on a new program, I'm taking on a new speaking engagement, 
engagement or taking on a professional development seminar that I'd like to go to or anything like that, I align it to my decision-making matrix and I see if it aligns and fits in with flexibility. If it's going to compromise my flexibility, then guess what? I have to say no. And even if that means I'm letting somebody down or even myself, I may have really wanted to do that, I have to say no. So your takeaways today is remember if you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. The next thing is figure out what you value in life. What are your values? We are actually going to have a show on that coming up soon. But just think of a couple right now before that show comes out. You know, like I told you, flexibility was one of mine. So think of a couple of your life core values, okay? Just like in an organization, we have a mission statement, we have a vision, we have objectives, right? Our core values in our organization, in our own business, in our homes. But think about yours yourself personally as a leader. Great leaders are in check with their values. And before they start trying to make everybody happy or before they start checking yes on every single thing that gets thrown at them, they actually look to their values and what they are valuing in life before they agree to something. Because if it does not measure up, they're not going to do it. Like, would I honestly say yes to a client for three months being in their organization from nine to five to help turn it around to yield the results that they want? Would I say yes to that? No matter how great the money is, my answer to you right now is I would say no. I would decline that in one second because it's compromised my ability to be flexible and to have legroom in my personal life and in my business life. That's all I have for you today. It is enough for you to start to think about it. I'm very proud of you for tuning in and giving yourself some time for some development, and I will see you on the next show. As always, it's so great to spend some time with you. Big shout out to you for giving yourself this time and space. I really hope you were able to identify with some concepts and some strategies for today and able to absolutely implement them into the future. If you're ready to make a bold move, step up and move yourself to the next level or your business, I would invite you to check out my website today at www.kristensmithworldwide.com. And if this is right for you, let's have a conversation. Until then, be unstoppable.